0: the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 11th of April and on this day in Christian history we're going to be looking at the theme of war and peace and we go back to the year 1963 and we take a look at a groundbreaking papal encyclical, Parchem in Terrace, Peace on Earth, issued by Pope John the 23rd. It was released months after the Cuban Missile Crisis, which had brought the world to the brink of nuclear war. Some commentators called the encyclical the Pope's last will and testament, as sadly he would die less than two months later. Parchemin in Terris was the first encyclical that had been addressed to all men of good will rather than only to Catholics or to bishops. In its seven paragraph introduction, it spells out clearly the thinking behind it, the natural law methodology that underpinned the encyclical. One advantage of a a natural law approach was that non-Christians and non-believers could understand and respond to the document because it was not based on specifically Christian theological sources All human beings can discern the order and law in human nature and in the individual conscience This also marked a shift in papal teaching away from the classical scholastic categories of natural law ...to an approach based on the signs of the times, a phrase that had become popular in the Second Vatican Council. Many previous encyclicals had assumed and built on the theological categories of redemption, of the centrality of Jesus Christ, of grace. But as Pacem Interis is addressed to a wider audience... It relied on natural law. Mary Ann Glendon, the professor of law at Harvard Law School, said, The Pope was insisting that the responsibility for setting conditions for peace does not just belong to the great and powerful of the world, it belongs to each and every one of us. F. Russell Hittinger, a professor of law at the University of Tulsa, Described the encyclical as a kind of Magna Carta of the Catholic Church's position on human rights and natural law. The Pope emphasizes the importance of the respect for human rights as an essential consequence of the Christian understanding of humankind. Reflecting its importance and popularity, Pacem was also deposited at the UN archives, and two years later was the subject of a conference at the United Nations, which was attended by over 2,000 states, people and scholars. It was the first papal encyclical published in its entirety in the New York Times, and the Pope was voted Time Magazine's Person of the Year in 1962. Pope John the Twenty-Third was reacting to a perilous geopolitical atmosphere, just months after the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, during which the Vatican had served as an intermediary between the White House and the Kremlin. Parchment Terrace also reflected the Pope's experience of 1960, when he tried to resolve difficulties arising out of the four-power occupation. Of Berlin and it was only two years after the erection of the Berlin Wall. In international affairs the Pope had already engaged in dialogue with the communist countries of Eastern Europe and working hard to reconcile with the Russian Orthodox Church so as to settle tensions between the local churches. He had begun dialogue with Soviet leaders in order to seek conditions in which Eastern Catholics could find relief from persecution. And surprisingly, the Second Vatican Council, in the many documents that were produced from it, did not mention Communism. And many have speculated that there was a secret agreement between the Holy See and the Soviet Union. In in Terrace, John the Twenty-Third also sought to prevent nuclear war, and he tried to improve relations between the Soviet Union and the United States. The encyclical, as a whole, can be understood as an extended reflection on the moral order. The document is divided into four sections. The first section establishes the relationship between individuals and humankind. Focusing on the issue of human rights of the collective, but also on the moral duties of the person, of the individual. Mentioning the rights of women, nuclear non proliferation, and the United Nations, all of which it endorsed clearly. The second section addresses the relationship between man and the state. Focusing mainly on the collective authority of the latter. The third section establishes the need for equality amongst nations and the need for the state to be subject to rights and duties that the individual must abide by. The final section presents the need for greater relations between nations and thus resulting in the possibility that the collective states could assist other states. The encyclical ends with the urging of Catholics to assist the non-Christians and non-Catholics in political and social aspects. I believe influenced by St. Augustine's The City of God, And also Thomas Aquinas' view of eternal law that radically affected Catholic social teaching not only on war and peace, but on church-state relations, on women's rights, on religious freedom, on international relations, and other major issues. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please subscribe and leave a comment on the blog if you have time. And join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the life of Dr. Giuseppe Muscata the first modern medical doctor to be canonised. If you want to visit the blog or commission a podcast for your own organisation visit the website for more information at www.pogp.net And if you'd like to respond directly then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com P-O-G-P-P-O-D Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.